Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of movies. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Even on holiday, always working. It's just you. You just... Can't even let us just relax. Well, there's some of that, but <laughs> it's just on the, the the quiet moments in the evenings where we're staying and just a. Well, we a might as well utilise as time. Yeah, I know we've got some jam-packed weekends ahead, yes. so yeah. it makes sense while we're relaxing and enjoying watching films. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. She says. And I thought of this one before we even like set off. Obviously on holiday. Mm. Yeah, but I thought, based on where we're staying, like a seaside, coastal area. It's lovely. Really, really nice. It is. Enjoy myself. We actually had some sunshine as well, which was rare. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been having rubbish weather. Picked out some a film that is based around the coastal area of Cornwall. We're not I in would love but, to go yeah. to Cornwall. I really would. It's a bit far though. It's like six hour drive yeah, or longer very, than that yeah. for us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very far away. Bit of a trek. Yeah, something. There's a lot more closer seasides. Yeah, to it's, us it's than that. Nice. Yeah, yeah nice we're in Saltburn at the moment. Yeah, never been before. No, it seems like a quaint little seasidey area. Yeah, it does. Really Can't nice. complain. And the film we were talking about is called Bait. What's kind of interesting about this film in particular mm. is more of what went into making the film because the technical side in particular like using black and white kodak stock Ooh. and a clockwork bolex camera wow Proper to, film. to record the footage and then the director mark jenkin put together the sound in post-production, so like dubbing the audio after the fact. So it has that kind of off-kilter quality mm. to the film as you're watching it, because it's, like, it's not like I say, it's all in the English area, so it's not like it's you know, like in a foreign country and they're dubbing it like in like a normal way, it looks a bit off. In that sense, it it's as a sort of, I don't know, like, it's like eerie quality, but... Like a, Is it going to be like what the lighthouse was a little bit? Um, I suppose in a way, but not as intentionally dark and, okay. and such. But I quite like the fact that, how when was it released, the film? So the film came out in 2019. Oh, so it really is an artistic choice. Yeah, it, it, really, it really is, yeah. Filmed the way it is. And at some point, when now this goes, um, <laughs> the the other film that I went to see to cinema earlier this year I believe it was um, Ennis Main where it was the same director and I was really excited to see that film and that was that had more horror elements to it. Is this the film you went without me? Yeah. I was a bit like oh okay why are you going without me? Yeah because I thought you wouldn't be shit but I'm surprising you is that what you're saying? What do you mean? With my film choices and what I'm how I'm critiquing them. Oh yeah yeah no you've come a long way 
Okay. But the the very brief synopsis I'll give you mm-hmm. of this one hour and twenty nine length film. Oh yes. <laughs> is tension rises to the breaking point in a Cornwall fishing village when the local citizens are crowded out by tourists. Oh God, we're the tourists in this, so we're the pain in the ass, aren't we? Yeah, but to be fair, we pay their bills, so they have to be nice to us at mm-hmm. the same time. Because out is, they'd have no jobs. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, still a quaint little seaside area, which we're in. I think we aren't really put being properly into Saltburn today, <laughs> are we? Yet? So we'll have to see what it is tomorrow, mm-hmm. and recap when we reconvene. Yeah. 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 No, I'm looking forward to it. I'll let you know once once we're done. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I sort of like appreciate the. I will the, from the film yeah. kind of side of things because yeah. obviously I did a photography degree, so anything done with film, I used to love that. Yeah. So even if it's not moving. Yeah, sure. It's the same thing. Cool. Right. Right, we'll be back very shortly. Sophie's thoughts on bait. something to say, Martin. Just said it, brother. What about you? I'm fishing. Offer's always open. You come back whenever you want. No thanks. You. What's on? <laughs> I'd like you said croissant. <laughs> <laughs> Is you like as in you, or is it like hey, hey, in Cornish? And what's up? What's on? I mean, like Cornish, like. What's on more Irish there? You did, <laughs> but does that mean like what's up? How are you? Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. I've never heard any of those words in my entire life. No. No. It was only when there was. It was weird because when they were actually saying it, it did sound like you to yeah, me. Like hey, like hey. But you. because we had the subtitles on, because of the strong accents and how quiet I think the film actually is when they're talking. Yeah. Because of obviously how they filmed it and like you said. But, yeah. With the dub and everything. So we're like, oh, let's put the subtitles on and Because I even like I say, sometimes actually I'm finding now, putting subtitles on thing, even if it's an English language version of a film, sometimes you can pick up more on mm. what this is actually saying a bit more, like, oh right, okay. Yeah, no because, definitely. Because sometimes it kinda gets lost in mix sometimes especially with how the films are sometimes mixed, like the audio can be really quiet and like, what did you say? Everything the music plays. Yeah, it's always the case. I don't know what that is. With no, I don't. What? I don't truly understand how it kind of works, but it just seemed to help better to understand. Like even if they're talking quite quickly, like I do, or they're muffling, like sometimes you do, then <laughs> <laughs> it helps to read along. And instead of sometimes you assuming what they should be saying. Yeah. But yeah, I. Going into this, I was a bit apprehensive, a bit mm. not sure if it's going to be like the lighthouse and another seaside coastal area of what yeah. it was going for. But I guess from what I sort of said, do you sort of get, get what I mean about sort of an eerie off-kilter quality to it because of how it's kind of done? It's almost I like think it's, it's how it's produced. So it's sort of, like, sort of those quiet moments and you're kind of waiting for something to it's occur. It's just so silent. It, everything is silent like it was just background noise of like the, the coast and 
Yeah, but even that compared to like the lighthouse, you had the storms, you had the rain. You didn't really have that weather front in this. It was just more like a little bit of the waves, the seagulls and background. But it was like certain bits were just like when the pan shot quite silently still. It could be to a point of where it could be a silent film, like the talking in it. To a point, like, you could kind of strip it because of the way that they did it. Yeah, you mean, like, just, if so, like, have a musical score, like, piano, ding, ding, yeah, ding, yeah. and then just, like, the, the cards coming up when someone was like, yeah. hey, don't do that, or something. Because, yeah, actually, the storyline itself wasn't that in-depth, really. But you sort of got, based off what I'd read at the start about the synopsis, kind of, like, understanding with what's occurring into a sense. I know it's kind of chopped and screwed in the sense of how the... It's not so linear in terms of what the story is. Well, I don't think it helped as well with us where the DVD seemed to play up or something. Yeah, it did annoy me on that because I'm thinking, <laughs> well, no, we've missed a bit here because he gets to but a part of the thing that's like, no, it's like almost like I'd say a key part of it or very <laughs> relevant in the in the film, but I it missed like... that bit because it's yeah, it weirdly skipped. Yeah, and I, I was like, like, wait a minute, are we back at the beginning? <laughs> because I think it opens with the same same shot as it does as it kind of nearly enough ends, ends with, with. Yeah. Because obviously we've got, is it Winnie or Weenie? Wenner. Wenner. Yeah. I really like her as a character. I feel like for a teenage character, yeah, okay, she's a bit boisterous and a bit like out there, but to be honest, she's just speaking the truth. She's just... Saying what everyone thinks, really, yeah. in a way, yeah. And she seems like an ass about it because she's obviously, you know, you shouldn't be saying Strappy this. teenager, yeah. But everything she's saying, she's not she's not wrong. And I think that's the bit that I like because she's she seems to be the one with the best kind of character. The you fisherman think? I Martin. Martin, yeah. yeah. He's very drab in in a sense. Alright. I kinda like his face is like very stunned. It just doesn't change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his face. He doesn't you don't really crack a smile, does he? No. no, you don't know if he's happy or sad or what what. He's got a heart of goals because of what he does for people. He seems to actually he, put he cares for the community. Yeah. Yeah, he's really he's really trying to keep afloat, if you'll pardon the pun. <laughs> no, literally he is. And you do feel for him because all he wants is his dream to get a boat and it's not a lot that he wants, bless him, but things come in the way and he puts people before him all the time. So he is a nice character, but he resents the tourist. He doesn't see that He's not welcome to change, really. He's he's stuck in his ways, and he, he's obviously like trying to keep to the traditions yeah. of what the the, the fisher fishing town is. He wants to is. stick by his dad and his roots and where he's grown up, but things have to change. Sadly, it's like that one person in work where you decide you want to improve a process, and then they're like, "Oh, well, we've always done it this way. Why are we changing it?" And it's like, well, we can make it easier with technology. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And chunter on because yeah. <laughs> it's this is how it's always been done. It's fine. Don't, it's not broken. Don't fix it kind of thing. But obviously, I feel like every seaside place has this kind of aspect to it. Yeah, they've got to adapt to mm. bring in the money somehow because there's not, a, to be honest, there's not a lot of money in, you know, catching the fish because if there's... Things like global warming can affect that, you know, in terms of yeah. weather fronts and, and things, or like or the laws of where you can fish and stuff. Because this, this time I noticed when, in the quiet moments, like in the house, where the radio was going on, and also the help with the subtitles, in yeah, fact. Otherwise, pick, you would not have heard that. To uh, to pick up on that and go, oh, right, yeah. Because it's obviously, it's subtly in the background as people are just doing, like, chopping onions and whatever and stuff. But it's all relevant to what's going on part of the course with, you know, the the community sort of having to be, you know, abiding by these laws and stuff with fishing and 
lobsters and catching. I do feel for Martin within this, to be fair, because it's one of those things, and I think it's like any freelance job. Yeah, being your own boss. And somebody owning a shop or, or whatever. For example, you've got this little business and you don't know what one day from the next how busy you're going to be. How can you plan? How can you forecast? He's going and casting his net out. Literally, yeah. (laughs) You don't know what you're going to get in. Yeah. Some days he gets four fish. Some days he's lucky if he gets any. And it's like, well, four fish, 30 pounds. I tried to work it out in my head. I'm thinking, hmm, 30 pounds. If you've got 30 pounds a week. Or or a day. Or a day. Yeah, essentially, because it would be that. So that's maybe like 100 quid. No, thirty, four, three fives. You'd have seven. One hundred and twenty. Yeah, because yeah. it might not work the weekends. Yeah, true. But I feel like in that kind of line of work, you probably would. Mm. But who's to know if he gets anything one day? You know, it's that yeah. uncertainty within the role of his work. Yeah, and I think that's the same with a little shop owner, isn't it? Like we've been working around Saltsburn today. Yeah, so many little quaint shops, and it just feels quite historical here and I think it kind of reminds me a little bit of what we were watching mm-hmm. in the way that it's yeah. quite traditional and you could see some sea folk people like when I was looking at the people you could tell who lived here versus who was tourists sure yeah so just watching this from last night and then I was going around and today yeah my eyes were uh, more uh, open yeah. and I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm thinking this- how they you know struggle with the day-to-day thing but I think to be honest they probably get by with what they got especially if it's just a little tiny shop not much, you know, rent space to work yeah. with and things like that. I think it's the prices of things nowadays as well, isn't it, within yeah, the shop? Like, I, there's so many things I loved, but it's like, mm, I don't really want to pay. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, whereas they have to price them a little bit more because but then I think they struggle to get the custom mm-hmm. in, so it's yeah. tricky. Well, like, obviously when Martin brings in the fish and he's obviously selling it to the, the landlady at the pub. Mm. to The shit pub. <laughs> shit pub anyways <laughs> that's like the quote of the thing is okay, yeah. like three or four times it gets said from different people yeah. it's like probably but, the only pub that's yeah, why it's yeah. the shittiest pub <laughs> <laughs> but you know and it's like like the, the food is you see it's like you served up for the consumer the you know like oh eating at the restaurant and stuff and it's that's where it's going to it's but that's how it has to be anyway you know it's for make money to mm-hmm. um, you know having people to eat there and be patrons of the pub and to have a drink and stuff and keep that going as well. And I think what's really sweet about Martin is he, you assume like when he goes home every night, not really hygienic, puts a fish in a plastic bag on his neighbours, two neighbours' doors and leaves them a fish. I don't know if he's getting paid for that. You never see him getting any cash or anything for it. It's just out of the goodness of his own heart. That's how I'm seeing it. Like, a, oh, here you go, here you go. And then only gives the landlady what he's got left. Perhaps, yeah. He's not kind of yeah. selling her everything because he, he wants no. his neighbours and everything to yeah. have the, a catch of the day, basically. And there's one of the other fisher folk who says, oh, there's more money in lobsters, and so it's like I'm to get the lobster pots. and stuff, I still which... think Hugo stolen. I feel like that's implied. Hugo is the son of the one of the people who's, like, bought their, like, Family house, I would Family fisherman house. house. It feels like they yeah. kicked them out. out. So, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll lodge here and be, you like, <laughs> do the Airbnb type of thing or like yeah, having but the cottage. A part of me thinks, well, you wouldn't have had to sell it, like, unless you couldn't afford it. And yeah, but been... so you didn't have to sell us this house, Martin, but didn't I? And he says, yeah. so it's like, it's like, but it's like, 
I think it they've pushed into a call and it's like, well, got to because you know money somehow, and that's mm. for tidying over for a little bit. But it's, he's resenting it though, yeah, and he resents his brother as well because he's con- he's doing having to do the what's it coastal cruises really to like keep a party him, bus, isn't yeah. it? Or one of them, bless him, is like a, a stag, yeah, and it's... big penis comes on <laughs> the boat dressed up, yeah, and then they're being sick overboard and everything is. And it is true, like, I saw yesterday when we were in Whitby, mm-hmm. I don't know if I told you, actually, you'll find this hilarious, there was this man behind me, and I was trying to get some change, because you went to that pub that only accepted cash. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's another funny thing about, like, these coastal towns as well, like... You need cash. Yeah. yeah. And some, you're like, what? Place. What's this madness? Why yeah. do I need cash? <laughs> I can get by by card normally. We're gone. This guy obviously thought he was an IB for or something. Like, <laughs> right. he was that kind of type, yeah. and he had his top off. right. It was like quite henched and it's like this. He's like, Are you in the queue, love? And I'm like, um, Yeah, yeah, I'm in the post office queue. Oh, right. Not the normal, because you have like two options, don't you? Do you? Yeah, so there's like a normal counter where you can buy wherever and then there's a post office one. Okay. So he was like going off and then he ordered some cigarettes basically from the bar right. and back of it from, yeah, yeah. with a lady. And he's like, Listen, funny thing is, it's it was a toy shop. <laughs> really? Yeah, because it's like Anderson's whatever. The, literally there's like a post office and a convenience shop yeah. inside this toy okay. shop and then there's this man with his top off while little kids are looking at toys and it's like that is literally just the depictive of a tourist coming in yeah ordering some cigarettes and looking like he's all henching hard and yeah. thinks he's on a Ibiza holiday it wasn't that warm yesterday no it wasn't it was warm it, but it was not quite that funny because his mate came in and went can you put your top on and he was like why I'm warm I want to get a tan and it's like yeah that, that literally just yeah. And, it, and that, those kind of tourists in army at the best of times, yeah. And it just reminded me of how yeah. Martin in this film... Get annoyed by people like that, yeah. Yeah, because he really appreciates what he's got and where he lives. Yeah. And then he just sees it as people are going to spoil it. And I think we're like that when we're, where we live. Like, we live we live in, like, a little countryside bit. Mm-hmm. When we pe- get people bombing it down on motorbikes down our lane, we get it's really hell up. Spoil the peace and quiet and yeah. the tranquility of it all, yeah. And I think that's... The equivalent of our tourism or annoyance of, but we don't get any perks yeah. for them being there. No. Whereas a tourist is bringing in money for, for that, yeah, for the city or the place or the community. But Hugo, yeah, so he's he's got a sister and she's Katie. hanging around, hanging around with, I guess one of the local lads really. So this, I think he's the son of the brother, yeah. Neil. Neil. I wrote names yeah. down this yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it helped again with subtitles. To it did. Pick up on that. So I've seen this film like. This will be the third time now seeing it. So, you, but obviously it did help, yeah, to write down names and stuff. I think it, you kind of, with this film, you have about a handful of characters, really. The main two is probably Martin is your main. Yeah. Um, I would say then obviously the family unit yeah, is yeah. like a, a whole. And then you've got the bar lady and yeah. Neil and his brother, basically, yeah. of Martin. Stephen, yeah. It's called Stephen. Yeah. I didn't get that one. <laughs> And that's it. And I think this is why it makes it feel like such a quaint kind of film because you get the other patrons at the pub, but you don't really know you don't know names or anything like that. Like, but showing makes, just it's close knit community, and that's it makes yeah. it show how quaint and quiet and how like a little village would be. You know, everyone knows everybody's business. That kind of vibe. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah, and the fact that obviously you got those. Visitors or the tourists with the little baby and stuff come to visit, and so I'll show you into this, you know, where your little holiday home that you're staying at. Mm. Here's like 
all the nice here's a bottle of bubbly in the fridge and all that kind of stuff and then they're eating at the pub obviously they're sewing up the fish and yeah. then the, the guys next morning or whatever is like oh you keep noise down it's times you call this type of thing it's like, eight well, o'clock before oh, it's seven o'clock should be starting till about eight yeah but it's like the person who owns the holiday let place is like no it's fishing village you know you've got to have some leeway with yeah with that what do you expect i know you're on holiday but, but you nip by the sea yeah, you know yeah yeah the tide's Patenting gone out and they've got to go by when yeah, the tide's gonna like, come in oh you're actually making more noise than they are now i wondered if she meant by him yelling or by the baby crying as well no, i didn't know i, I, I think just more him. him not so much the baby the baby crying but true but yeah, he just seems like a twatty tourist that's yeah, like... Yeah, oh, I've got rights, you know. It's... Yeah, I'm on yeah, holiday. Yeah. So I get why Martin is feeling the way he is, but at the same time, what can you do about it? It, it is the way that it, it is. Tourism is brings in the money, doesn't it? But for him, it's more about him doing his job to get by, really, not so much the tourist on that front. He's just like, well... Sorry, I've got to do my job, and it involved, might involve a bit of noise and rattling around in the morning. I don't know why his brother inherited the boat, because I guess that was his da- dad's boat. I guess so. But I don't again, know why he like, didn't get, like, or they sold it and get half, or why couldn't they be- share the boat? Because it's probably more cost-effective to do marine tours out by the coastline mm. than it is to fish in, like, a, a early morning, and obviously but when I the tide like comes in. You could do early morning... Yeah, fishing, you know, you could compromise. Like, okay, I'm going to take the boat in the morning and go fishing. Yeah, you could do. And but, then in the afternoon, you can get the but, tourists on the but boat. But I think, obviously, they've had a bit of a falling out, really. It's kind of like, yeah. you know, it's like, Stephen's like, you can come, join whenever you want. And he's, he's kind of like, nah, I'm not interested. And just want to try. And I think that's kind of putting stubborn. his nose to spite like his face a little bit yeah. with it, to be, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when he's also, Stephen's son, Neil, is the same. It's like a no, I don't agree with yeah. it. Even though he's going and dating the posh girl that's coming to the village. So he's a bit of a hypocrite in that sense, I feel. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, he's I don't want. Essentially to... sleeping with the enemy in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. But doesn't condone, yeah. like, what his dad's doing. But no, at the same time. Yeah. He obviously, he's helping out mine because I feel like he's more about that rather than, like, yeah, don't be involved in this tourist tribe. But, but he is somewhat because that's what yeah. her parents do. Yeah. I get the sense, even from like the first time watching it with Hugo and Sister Katie, like that he's kind of like got some sort of because he's like, oh no, don't be hanging around with that guy. If he's like got some sort of like twisted, like he fancies his sister type of thing. There's Did, a weird thing, yeah, a weird air yeah, about, about it. it. He's, because when I... anyone, anybody talks about it with him, it's like, oh, seeing with that lad again, he's like, oh, shut up, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, don't as like, like it. Jealous, unless he's just really protective. <laughs> but but he's not exactly. He's with a scrawny guinea. Well, I got confused when I looked at them both because I think I got Neil and Hugo at the first time really? mixed up. I think it was just because they were both in white tops and jeans and they had dark hair. I wasn't really looking at the facials. Then no. realised mm. they've got braces. One the, the, the yeah, Hugo, they're completely yeah. different. Yeah. But initially I was a little bit like, oh. And then I realised quite quickly that they were different people. But I think it's because we're hanging around with Katie that that made me mm-hmm. think that. But I think it's probably as well Hugo wants to be like Neil. There's a resentment there, like he wants to be cool and like him. Hmm. And he's never going to be, sadly. And also, like, with the there's a situation in the pub where it's like the winner stays on. Also with Wenner and She's and, amazing. Yeah, she's, she's just like, so What are you brash. doing? Yeah. Yeah. I love her accent yeah. as well. I feel that's, like that's probably like Cornish. Cornish, yeah, or um 
West Country vibe, yeah, of, of language, yeah. Yeah, she's got no airs about it. And she's like, no, you're meant to be winner stays on. I want to play next. Yeah. And she's just adamant. And, yeah. I but, feel like Neil should have gone out with her, to be fair. I think he'd have had a better going on. Because I think she quite liked him. I got that vibe that she was always uh, looking I think over. It's like and, she's getting jealous of the fact that, yeah, Kate, yeah. It's yeah. like, why is, yeah, going for the, the posh. Yeah. Kind of the last one you got the, yeah, rather than staying in within the community side of things. Yeah. And I think she just thought, well, it's, it's you know, I'm never going to be her, so <laughs> obviously I'm not good enough kind of <laughs> thing as well in that aspect. Did you get the name of the cottage? Skipper's Cottage. Yeah, just thought it was cute, like a skipper. Yeah. 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 Obviously got the obviously like the decor of like, you know Typical sea- seaside, kind. like, yeah. oh we have to make everything thing. nautical. Yeah. The porthole filled in stuff. The scene where we have to go back as well when obviously Stephen, yeah, goes kicks the door down. And I'm devastated there. because the pantry's not there. Yeah. They got rid of Mum's pantry <laughs> of all things. He's like really, really upset. No, but but it's it's like you say, like if you went back to like a like your childhood home and some something and be like, mm. oh, you've changed like that aspect about it. You can't do much about it, but it still kind of mm. hurts. Maybe obviously for him it would hurt a bit more because obviously he's still in the town that he lived in. And, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, he hasn't moved away to kind of forget about it. And, I think, I think it's one of those things like, we, I've had quite a few houses. I think you've only had like two, maybe three, but when you were really little, I think yeah, really, yeah, to be fair, yeah, yeah. Like, when your mum and dad, if they ever move out of that one in Wilsdon, I think that will be weird. Yeah. Because that's all you've really ever... Well, the two houses in Wilsdon. So that one and the one when when Joe brother came around. But I feel like this one's your family home. Yeah, Yeah, they've been there ages, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the equivalent and then somebody else, I don't know, going into that house and knocking down, like, your dad's den or... um, Or something. But to be honest, I wouldn't really be kicking the door down to see what they're doing in the same sense. Oh. Well, I think it's that attachment. I think it's that passion for the the family and how things have gone, whether apart from one another. Do you think though that it's the opposite with the other family that have come in with the tourists, as they yeah. call them? Yeah. Their daughter stays out one night. Yeah. Can and next time you stay out, can you tell us? Like, where out. have you been? Like, I've been worried sick. You've been out yeah, all you night. Yeah, you stop out, and Dad's like, it's like, oh, oh, you cheeky beggar, that type of thing. Yeah. I'm not worried at yeah, all. It's like. Yeah. And then that said, like Hugo's there, like, why aren't you saying anything yeah. to him? As if, like, again, it's like, come on, mum, say, like, back me up. Like, as if, like, what? Why does he care that much? But also, it's, it's like, like well, it's... why aren't the parents caring enough? Like, if that were my daughter, yeah. I'd be like, what the hell? It, you made me worried all night. He looks over at his mum. She rolls her eyes, like, almost like, a, oh, please, Katie, if you're going to stay out, just let us know. Like, yeah. it's an inconvenience. It's like, it's like, yeah, what? Yeah. So there's something like I think there's something weird. There is, but I think the parents are weird because they don't really care. Yeah. Because there should have been more of a reaction to that. Unless it's just normal and she does it all the time so they're just not phased by it. That's the only other thing I can think of. I'm not sure. But there's, uh, like I said, there's another instance of where, you know, someone else has had to take on another job to get by and that's the, what's he called? I think it was called Brian. He was like the taxi cab guy and he's obviously having a conversation with Martin about that because... I assume when it was like taken away from a long distance, we had to get a taxi back from the yeah. prison. Yeah, she'd yeah. been hundred pound <laughs> taxi, and he's having to dip into his savings. But where's her parents? Again, yeah. Why is he walking out? Yeah, because they're on the sort of the same wavelength. Because they're sort of lagging around 
with each other. Not in like in a weird way. I think it's there's a mutual kind of like respect for one another and how yeah. they are with everything, you know. There is. And I, bless him, he's, I think probably she is paying for her because it's, it's, her parents, maybe they're not going to be yeah. condoning it or whatever. Yeah. And she, so she yeah, gets away with not telling him. Then, yeah. He gets also the same kind of equivalent where he gets the clamp. Yeah, on his... and this van because he keeps, you know, excuse me, you can't park here type of thing. It's like you own the street and everything. It's like, well, can you not just do yeah. something about it? Because, oh, they're, they're paying for the, the, you know, be able to privilege to park there and all that kind of stuff. So parking anywhere is a nightmare these days. And it's like, yeah, restrictions. This wasn't a problem back in. I get the frustration with Matt, especially, you know, like, oh, you've not back within an hour, so, yeah. you know, you've got, right, you've got a sticker, like, parking ticket. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm I'm fishing. I'm yeah. not going to be coming back. And I used to be able to do this all the time. Yeah. And now I can't. Um, What's your problem? Yeah. There's those things that are just ever very true, to a matter of fact. And mm-hmm. so it's in a modern time, I think that's what it's kind of going for. Even though, obviously, like I say, the style of... So I know we haven't really touched on that, but what did you think of that in terms of like what it's the scratchy kind of I love, edge to black and white? I love the scratchy uh, yeah. film effect. You know me, I'm a film mm-hmm. kind of well, photography fi- wise. Yeah. Like I, I used to love film. I used to love black and white film. I just think the colours you get, the grain, the scratches. Like yeah, yeah. I used to actually scratch on my negatives. I know people be like, "What the hell?" But I used oh. to do that because it's like I'd adds a bit yeah. more to it. Yeah, or like put a flip filter over your enlarger, so you'd put like. Mm-hmm. Your picture, and then put some yeah. like paper or crate or something to make it look more. Mm-hmm. And so, I think the artistic choice is really, really impressive and intelligent, and quite weirdly to watch it that way because it's modern. So it's not like doing what the lighthouse did, where it's like set so, in the eighteenth, nineteenth century. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously black and white. Everything kind of fits the tone. This is set. It feels like a normal era where it's yeah, kind it could have of been sh- set film like it was in when twenty nineteen when it came out. Yeah. So it could be roundabout now. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it'd age in any sense. It's got cars, it's got everything, you know, normal tourism. Yeah, yeah. But just a choice of a small frame. Yeah. In fact, it could be in from, say, like, 2000s. Mm-hmm. I think as well. Yeah. any point. What I like about it is it's showing a modern twist on it. So it's kind of like a modernised twist with what they're doing. Yeah, but keeping that... That true to film. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, the cuts, you can kind of... It's not so smooth... No, as I say, it kind of like cuts around like certain things. It's sort of like sort of semi flashbacks or like instances where, like, say, like when it was like picking up a a pool ball and throwing it at the window, but then it's like a shot before that even happens where she's been putting cuts and taking yeah. around as she's the dialogue's talking. So it's like, oh, okay, I see what happens. It's got a chain of events mm. that follows that, and it's like, where does that lie into? And my head kind of wondered how they actually filmed it. So, like, is it that actually they're just getting the negative of the role of the film and, like, patching it up? Patching, yeah, no, I think so, yeah. And I think that's what I, when I was looking at it in my head, was like, oh, they've done that bit yeah. there, because that was sequential, really. And it all kind of with the, with the ball and throwing it. They do that scene all in one. Yeah, yeah. And then they're just Splicing making these. Yeah, you're making But the literally just the thought they will have been, yeah, cutting the film. the nev- negatives. Yeah, yeah. I think that will have been, I'm assuming in Ryan thinking that the director will have done that himself as well. Yeah. To actually edit it that way as well, so it's, it's quite a rarity to have something. Mm. So, I think in Google it describes it as an experimental drama, which I guess it kind of fits yeah. that criteria of what it is, as a description. And I really like, I say, I really appreciate like what it has to offer in that sense because it's kind of an interesting style-wise. 
And I think it makes you realise the simplisticness of life. I think that's what it's saying and I think that's how it's approaching it. Because mm-hmm. Martin, all, all he wants to do is get by, be able to get fish, get some money, Live get a boat, yeah. have a bit of a goal. He's not wanting too much. He's not wanting the best of everything. Yeah, it's not like he's wanting to, like, I want to get away from this place. No. Or he really wants the community to thrive in, in the ways that he's always known, but it's getting harder and harder with mm. how people are. And, and I think that's why... With the choice of the way that they've done the film, yeah, it kind of fits in with how Martin is as a person. Yeah, so I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand a little bit as well. Okay. Also, just the thought of them developing the film and all yeah, of that yeah. is just exciting. Yeah. So before we go to the scoring, then I guess unless you got anything else to add, the only thing I do know, um, and I saw was a tourist lady. Obviously, she went to his house. Yeah. She gives him more money, and sadly, he get is like looking at. Couple of twenties folded yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It feels like probably that pays for winner's taxi in the end. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. But it probably he would have had enough for a boat if he hadn't. Yeah, thinking done. about it, it probably would have been the case, wouldn't it? It's like yes, I've almost got I'm almost at my goal, but then it's like not taken away. But Yeah. And we didn't breach about the fact that Hugo and Knight Neil Yeah, yeah have, a, have a bit of a scuffle, but mm. ultimately ends up with him obviously not purposely being pushed, but it's kind of like the lobster pot's getting away and he trips and falls onto the decking of the but boat. But we kind of get that scene at the beginning. Yeah, it's like a sign of things to come, really. Yeah, with, with which that. is and weird because like, I like, forgot about of... it. Is that daft? Because there's other things like, they say, the glass breaking and yes. stuff that gets me thinking, oh, what, does, does she drop a, a glass or something? Like those kind of things that's kind of just thrown in there, like to take you not out of it, but like just throw you off guard a little bit, like what happened? Mm. But then it kind of moves on and doesn't focus, but then it all sort of comes to light later on because yeah. they interspersed about how things might seem, maybe everything seems normal enough, but there are these kind of things, like I say, that quality of like oh, something's not quite right here, peppered throughout, mm. and it's, yeah. I think that style of filmmaking is really interesting. It keeps you coming back, yeah. But if there's... Anything else to bring up or No, I think that's I think that's everything for now, I think. Yeah. Go to my S- score. score. Yeah. I feel like I haven't done this in a while where I've been like <laughs> the first one. I feel like it's been a while. <laughs> it's it's tricky because I think I'm applauding this more for a creative mm-hmm. version than I am the the actual story. story. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I feel like the storyline, if it was just done without the creative choice, would be quite boring. Sort of agree, yeah. I think that aids it a little bit yeah yeah and i think it condones it because you understand why they're not having as much dialogue because it is harder for the way that they're gonna have to match the video film versus the the commentary throughout and sync it together it's more the atmosphere i suppose to look at it in that sense isn't it really and i think if it was done in color i don't feel like it would work as as well okay like the storyline would have to be ramped up right okay for that aspect if it was just a normal film. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that sounds daft. No, no, I, I don't think so. I think you'd have to have more of a storyline. You'd have to have more of a... More going for it. More going for it in that capacity. Yep. Whereas because of the way it's done, the, it feels like it's intentional, everything is. Whereas if it was just a normal film set in 2019, colour and everything, I think it'd get lost. Whereas this will stick with me just because of the way it has been done. Where it's been produced, yeah. I will watch it again. But it's not like a oh, I really enjoy it. Put bit on. It's not <laughs> yeah. one of those. Okay. It's it's just a yeah, okay. Quite appreciate what it has to offer. Okay, 
I feel like there's certain things I've missed, uh-huh. which is weird because it's so silent. So it's like, how have I missed anything? But I think there probably is with the way that they've cut back and forth. It'll help if the film played, you know, in order. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> sorry, if it had the Blu-ray. I know for a fact they wouldn't have done that on the disc. Yeah, but. and also the quality-wise would be, you'd get more of the grain, I think, from it and the sharp yeah, black yeah, and white. Yeah, yeah, But I mean, to be fair, on the what on the play, it kind of didn't really take it much more. I was going, oh, this is rubbish quality because it's more of a modern film anyway in a sense even mm. though yeah i don't know if this is low or if it's if it's not but i think i'm gonna rate it a 7.5 i can't make it go high high just because it's storyline mm-hmm. and you know me i'm a story girl mm-hmm. is not on point so like i think if it didn't have the black and white it could go lower but the 7.5 is kind of the appreciation of film photography and the way it's done on an old kodak camera rolling yeah, no. And watching the way that they do the cuts and you thinking like when Martin's walking in front of you, there's a guy literally taking yeah, steps back as well. Going and roll, yeah, clockwork, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. hoping that he's not going to bump into yeah, anybody. exactly. And trip, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm quite happy with that, actually, because I'm I'm not far off. Okay. Anyway, so I'm, I've seen it three times, but I think, in fact, I'm going to bump it a little bit more, I think. Because initially, on I think on my letterbox rating, I think it's uh, eight. But I think about eight point five. I think there's more appreciation for it now, especially with sort of like the subtitles element and stuff. I think it helps with the scenery we're in as well, because we are in a coastal area. Yeah, and it is really old and traditional as Saltburn. So we've never been. It's the first time we've been here, and it's got like this old water tram, and it just feels quite like I don't know. You dated, captured into an old place, yeah. and I think that's kind of helped the whole overall. Yeah, yeah. I say, I would say, mostly it's down to similar appreciation for the style that it's got going for. That's the big selling point yeah. for it, rather than the the story itself. But there is more appreciation got from taking in more of the dialogue this time with the subtitles, I suppose. And obviously, having seen it now three times, <laughs> has has that effect. And yeah, it's 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 very. I say it's quite short. And therefore, doesn't take too, too much of your time, and a very, fairly understandable like storyline of what the struggles are with mm. coastal life. So I think that's kind of it's sort of relevant in terms of any sort of modern society, even if it was any village or wherever it could happen anywhere, essentially. Mm. But just obviously, it's more a fishing town that's focusing on in this instance. But no, the fact that you mentioned about it might not work if it was in color, mm. and the storyline. Stuff because the the follow up that I was on about Ennis Main is in colour, but that's it's still the same sort of clockwork effect, film effect, but it's probably not as scratchy in terms of thing. But it has that old quality a little bit just because of there's so many different colours to look at. But I think that might have some sort of filters, but they are very quite vibrant in the colours of what they will be because the way it's done in sort of. That one's set in like the seventies thing, but again, it's sort of coastal thing. But I think the film, at least, it's got the film aspect to it. But I meant like actual film. At least that's got that. We haven't seen it yet. Aspect. But when I was saying like color, I just meant like on a normal kind of HD camera nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if it it was done that way, it would probably be not given a a second's notice. Yeah, that's what I mean of it, but. It need to, the storyline would need to it's increase yeah. because okay. otherwise it's just going to be a normal film yeah. and it's just going to be in the Aretha and not be mm-hmm. noticed. Yeah. But would saying that then would, 
obviously not like right now or anything like that. But <laughs> if do you, would that be something of interest to you in terms of? Yeah. My only worry is if you'd be like, oh, this is not much happening with the storyline in this one, the Ennis main, but uh, you might get some appreciation f- from it. But I still like if it's film photography, yeah, yeah. I still appreciate it. Okay. I think so. We might cover it at some point, but for a blend light today. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm enjoying this holiday as well. Good. So, me too. So, thank you very much for listening to this episode. And if you would like to check out some of our other episodes, you can do so by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. And if you'd like to leave us a five star review, you can do so by going to Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, and wherever else to do the scoring system. Patreons? Yep, go to that. So, we've got a lot now. So, we have quite a few in our little family. I think seven in total. Yep. So, it's, it's going up. So, we have got... Take it in turns. Yep. We've got Ben from Film Vloggers. Mark from 100 Things to Learn from Film. We've got my mum. We've got Nico from The Good, The Bad and The Weird podcast. We've got our friend Jones, who was on The Lighthouse. Go check it out under the handle at weight loss jonesy so give him all your likes and loves and our two new patrons who are alex morris who is under the handle at desperately seeking username on instagram he thinks he's being funny with that doesn't he let's be honest and a friend gren or chris gren yeah who is under the handle at cgren draw on instagram Thank you both for becoming Patreons. They're close friends of ours, so we're grateful for all the love and support. They actually listen as well, which is surprising. Yep, well, you know, you'd hope so. Don't know. I'm shocked that they do listen to us. I know they really actually enjoy it and they do get a lot of kicks out of having us on. Um, Especially Jones, he laughs at a lot of things I say. He loves (laughs) it when I get on a soapbox. Yeah. Don't let Paul speak. (laughs) Yeah. So if you would like to join our Patreon family... Get the opportunity for a shout out and get to vote for a film once a month. Then all you need to do is go to patreon.com forward slash SB Film Viewers and donate as little as £1 or $1.50 a month. That gets you those perks yeah. and helps us out. And just joins our little family, makes it closer. Hopefully, if more you can get some more yeah. female yeah. orientated, that'd be great. Yeah. Obviously, because we've only got one out of seven. <laughs> yeah. Not great odds. No. Lastly, but not least, we are on the socials. So if you do want to follow us and like and subscribe and all that jazz, then you can find us on Threads, which is a new Twitter, I believe, which we are on Twitter too. You can find us on TikTok and my favourite platform, Instagram, because it's just pictures. Mm-hmm. So love, like, subscribe. So if you don't know where we are, we are on all of those platforms under the handle at sp underscore film viewers so yeah that's where you can find us and with that being said thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you next time speak to you next time bye 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 bye